Broadcasting from another dimension. Deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest. Sending you secrets from the future. Directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> what up, everybody around the globe? Shout out to all my Ghost Scouts on the continents of the planet Earth. This beautiful, insane planet that we live on out here in the infinite universe. Shout out to all my creative animals out there. Uh, welcome back to episode 78 of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. Don't try to make sense of the numbering because it doesn't make sense. We are nonlinear here at the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. And right now, shit is getting drastic for a lot of people out there. Um, the Bandit family has been on uh, self-lockdown for, this will be our third week. Um, and, uh, you know, stuff hasn't gotten super weird up here in Vermont. Um, you know, stuff's slowing down. Uh, people are pretty spaced out up here where we are in general. So it's been pretty chill and, you know, we live in a pretty strong community. So, you know, feeling pretty good about our situation. Definitely worried about loved ones out there. Shout out to my dad, you know, really, really talk to my parents about staying uh, out of harm's way here. Shout out to my grandma, um, you know, same. And, and everybody out there, high-risk individuals, high-risk situations, um, you know, and all the repercussions out there. Shit is getting drastic. Um, so we had to jump on the podcast and try to make some sense of this. I got my man Dusty Lupus, a.k.a. Bark the Dog, a.k.a. Crab the God, a.k.a. the Alexander, formerly known as Alexander Lansing. Um, and my girl, computer person, a.k.a. Lermy, you know, the Lerm worm. Um, we jumped on here and just tried to wrap our heads around this thing, you know, um, and, and just get some different takes on it. Uh, I know everybody's trying to make sense of this right now. We're in this really strange time where parts of the world are being very affected by this and we see it spreading everywhere and we don't quite know exactly how it's going to unfold and it is riveting and terrifying and fantastical and just you know mind-blowing on so many different levels it's hard to know even where to begin to talk about <laughs> something like this in the world today but here we go you know what i'm saying let's kick it over man to my man a wall one from the shape shifter crew and get into it <laughs> All right, here we are once again with uh, very special guests today to talk about the Corona World Tour 2020 reality that we are living in. Uh, let me welcome in 
my man Dusty Lupus and my girl computer person. Welcome, yeah. welcome, Go Scouts. Dusty, you are in uh, New York, or you're in New Jersey, but represent the New York area. And Lerm, you are in Rhode Island, correct? Yep, New England. New England. All right. So we have jumped track into a very strange reality in the last couple weeks. Um, let's just go with, I wanted to just start out with uh, some of the numbers here um, just to kind of date us. Right now it's March 25th. And uh, right now, let's refresh this. I'm just looking at these statistics on Google. We're in coronial times. We right are now. in coronial times. Yes. Yeah. We are in coronial times. Although I will say that all of us are still living in a before uh, reality. We haven't hit the tipping point yet, like Italy yeah. or Spain or something like that. So that's part of the surrealness, I think, of this moment in time. And oh, it's true. It's when, hard to yeah actualize like the ramifications. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. About. Just like uncertain, but also like you know what's coming, and it seems really bad, but everything's still kind of normal. Yeah, 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 and it's it's really strange. So right now we are at uh, four hundred twenty-eight thousand two hundred and twenty confirmed cases worldwide, and of course this is just the four twenty thousand four twenty. So this is. I know when I woke up, it was like four hundred twenty-one or something. I was like four twenty. <laughs> if only if it could have coincided with April twentieth, that would have been that would have that would have proved it was a simulation. Um, so, so, uh, so, so there's the confirmed cases, and of course that is the released numbers, and that's just the released numbers mm -hmm. of testing. So really, we don't we don't know. That's that's the minimum that there are right now in the world, obviously. Um, and, uh, that, and there are, uh, almost 20,000 deaths globally, which we can assume again is much more. Um, and, uh, China has 3,281 deaths, which I think we're going to probably see is greater than that. Um, Italy has reported 6,820 deaths, uh, which is going up, you know, they dipped at, they dipped, a couple days ago, and it seemed like they their deaths might have started to go down, but they shot back up the last couple of days to almost 800 uh, people dying per day again. Um, and then Spain is up to 3,434. Um, Iran has uh, 1,934. Um, France has uh, 1,100. Um, and those are the countries with the most right now. But again, it's really hard to know, you know, places like Mexico and Africa where it's starting to take off, you know, and, and, you know, we really don't know the effects of it just globally. Um, and then we got some lockdowns, um, the notable lockdowns. We just found out India is going to be locked down for, uh, three weeks, uh, absolute lockdown. People are not supposed to leave their house for three weeks. Um, China has obviously been locked down. Um, people in Wuhan have been locked down for six weeks, not stepping foot over their doorstep. Um, and then, uh, you know, France is locked down. Italy's locked down. New Zealand, Poland. Um, these are just ones that are the strictest, the UK, um, but obviously a lot of countries all over the world are locked down. That happened in the last week and a half-ish. Um, Is New York officially the lockdown? 
New York is well. There's that's the funny thing is like they're they're throwing around these terms like shelter in place, right? The Bay right. Area and and uh, and San Francisco and they, they said shelter in place, but then shelter in place literally means like close the windows and stay where you are. It's like a nuclear attack type of term. Oh wow! So, oh wow! Did yeah, not even know that. And and they didn't. I don't think they meant it to be that, but that's where that term comes from. So it started to create a lot of panic. So when, you know, when Governor Cuomo has been talking about New York, he said, I don't want to use that term. You know, we're telling people to stay home. And so, so LA, I mean, all of New York state is shut down. All of California state is shut down. And both of those states have a stay at home order in place. Um, and they're asking people to voluntarily stay home as much as they can. Now, New York city has or New York State has shut down a lot of businesses, right? They basically said um, all non-essential people have to stay home from work. Um, but still, I mean, Alex, you're you're in, you're there in in Jersey and in the New York area. So you know, what have you been seeing the last couple of weeks? What's the what's been the progression there? Yeah, so I I live very close to New York City uh, in. Uh, north jersey and I, it literally takes me 10 to 15 minutes to get to midtown so um you know i'm like in it i'm in the hot zone mm-hmm. but um the climate right now of most people i think what like when i go to the dog park out here that's kind of where i get my civilian uh civilian news and civilian just like feelings about the world and everything you know that's the pulse dude yeah, yeah. that's my that's the word i'm looking for i'm looking for that civilian pulse at the dog park and <laughs> You know, it, it's 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 kind of it, people are not really worried, and um, I hadn't been worried for a while. I uh, I told Dan about this a while ago, like I don't know, maybe January, right? Yeah, you broke the corona news to me. You sent me a video, like, yeah, in January, and you sent me a video of, like, people walking around China, like, falling down on their faces and nurses flipping out, and you're like, look yeah. at this fucking virus, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, multiple videos, yes. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, I, w- I was, like, pretty jokey about it um, when I sent it to you, because my girlfriend, uh, she is from China, she has a family in China, Uh and she's going to school here and she just got kicked out of the dorm. So she's been staying with me. Wow. So like wow. it had gotten it had gotten pretty serious. And I think I told you last week is when I kind of felt it in my chest a little bit, like mm-hmm. a sense of uh nervousness a little bit. And I think it's calmed down a little bit now. Um maybe that was the height of me watching the news a lot. But yeah, and, I think And what overall, news were you watching? I, I watched Trump <laughs> okay. for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> comedy uh, central yeah yeah it, it's hilarious because he's basically just saying like we've got a lot of professionals and they're being very professional <laughs> they have the most professional professional credentials you know he just repeats himself and it's hilarious but he's really just not saying anything yeah um, yeah and i don't know part of it is is you know i can't i i feel that it is not so um it's not so uh, useful for me to worry because, you know, wh- when I did feel that, I felt like, okay, maybe I'm just inundating myself too much with, with all this information and anxiety and subconsciously it like kind of breaks up my workflow. Right. So I stepped away from that. But, and then like, I, I, I usually do go into the city a lot and 
I think last week was like a, a day of 70 degrees and, you know, it's been winter. So people haven't been going out. And that was like the nicest day in, in a long time. But, and people were out like it was nothing, you know, people high fiving, uh, kids, kid like dads walking their kids and fucking dogs walking their fucking people and fucking <laughs> just like hugging and fucking strangers kissing and, and you know, yeah. just like strangers kissing in the, uh, strangers yeah. kissing in the <laughs> streets. Yeah, yeah. It was just like oh, Corona was not a real thing. So and then, you know, you text me numbers every day and I'm like, oh, man, like. Yeah, I've been pumping you the numbers. I've been giving you the numbers because I'm very tuned in and I'm very worried about New York City in particular because that's where that it's become the epicenter of the infection in the United States, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. And, and I'm like, this guy's just in the fucking forest looking at all these numbers all day. And meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Everyone, like, yeah. meanwhile, like, like I said, the like people are not worried, but that's not to say it's not a real thing we should be worried about. You know? Right, um, right. Because meanwhile, I, we know as of yesterday, there's 25,000 cases in New York and 12,000 uh, cases in New York City. And they're finding that a 30%, like 28 or 30% of the people tested are positive, which is way higher right, than they wow. expected it to be. So the news we got yesterday about New York City is basically catastrophic. Cuomo also said because he's been holding these di- these these daily press conferences. It's probably going on right about now, right? Um, and uh, and they're carried on the major news networks. And he's really been a good vocal leader in this thing. And he's been out there calling for hospitals to be built, for for medical equipment to be shipped there. And he said. Um, like about a week ago that that they were projecting out through these sophisticated models that the peak in New York in New York would be 45 days from now. He's now oh. saying that it is that it is two to three weeks away and that it's way higher than they thought it was going to be. So he announced that yesterday and that is very bad news. And it's just very interesting that that news is coming out and the science and the medical professionals are very clear on those messaging. But then the, the, you know, the The translation to the streets in New York has really not happened yet. And that is, I I think the story that we've seen in Italy, the story that we've seen in Spain, the story that we've seen everywhere in the UK and France and everywhere. And that's, what's so shocking about it. I think it's just such a, it's such a human condition for, for us to not worry until things get really bad, you know, you can right. scale that to pollution mm-hmm. and you can scale that to like a bad tooth you have, you know, mm-hmm. um, like you don't really worry about things until things get really bad. And, you know, as you can hear the church bells, I don't know if you can hear the church bells, but um, it's just, it's just like a thing that I've been noticing in the past, like in the past couple of weeks is that like, is it that conditioning that we just can't, actualize the, the 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 ramifications of what's happening you know just like what's happening with pollution and everything else you know like everything else right. that we kind of just turn a blind eye to it until is a great it's comparison late, you know yeah um so yeah who, who knows and like even in myself you know even knowing this what i'm saying right now it's just so hard to actually truly feel worried yeah you know yeah. without it affecting me or somebody close to me right you know um, yeah. And that's something we got to we got to like come to a conclusion and, and, and just like with that knowledge, can I truly just, you know, sacrifice uh, what I need to do and stay in? Right. Know? Right. And what about you, Lerm? What's your uh, what's the situation there in Rhode Island and, and where's your head at with this? Man, I feel like it was really 
uh, picking up, like I started, I guess at least here, because you had heard about it for a couple months, but mm-hmm. it, like, you know, it seemed so far away, like on the other side of the world. But um, when it started out in China, I guess, and yeah, I remember hearing about it. We were Daniel and I were like chilling with his parents, um, and they live in Virginia, and they have the news. Because we don't have cable, so. Right. Um, oh, my gosh. This is, feels so intense right now. Are you feeling it? And what, and what news are you, uh, are you kind of, where are you getting your information from, Lerm? Um, just basically looking at the headlines uh, that... I see. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you looking at like You took a bowl hit. You took a bowl hit before this, and it must be hitting you, dude. <laughs> and you guys are like reading me all the numbers right now, and I just like, I'm like, oh my god, it sounds so crazy. Yeah, it's really staggering. I mean, the fact that, yeah, I mean, it, it, the scariest thing is, you know, Italy has, you know, just from the last two weeks, 300 deaths a day, 400 deaths a day, 500 deaths a day. I mean, they're up to, you know, almost 800 deaths uh, for the past, you know, each of the past two days. And and before the law where they went down to 600 again, they were up there for the two days before that. And then now Spain is up to, they just got over the 500 people dying a day mark. Um, and again, you know, it's like we still don't know the scope of the spread of this thing because the testing is behind everywhere. And, you know, people yeah. sort of try to take different approaches to this. Like they, the UK at first was like, you know, we're just going to kind of ride it out and go for like herd immunity. And, you know, we're not really going to tell people to isolate. And then they modeled out that that was going to be at least like 250,000 deaths. And then they were like, of all these, you know, high risk people and people are like, what the fuck, dude? And they're like, oh, well, I guess we have to, you know, they're trying to scramble and catch up. And the same thing with the mm-hmm. U.S. It was I like mean, too yeah. little, too late. Yeah. I have yeah. read, so I've, <laughs> I've read, been reading like just bits and pieces of like, um, you know, charts like showing basically compared with what the government is doing in each country and like how the how it's playing out in each country and mm-hmm. we're basically on the track of Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really like eye-opening and it was like, oh, okay, like shit's going to get real. Because in theory, you know that like in this country, we have a horrible healthcare system. Right. And like most people are like, you know, can't afford to like use their health insurance or they don't have it. And like you can't. And like all those people are working jobs where, you know, that are essential, like, doing groceries and just so many people so like high risk and Mm -hmm. uh like yeah just the everyone is vulnerable to something like a virus in like that situation where people just like can't afford to go to the doctor and they can't afford not to go to work yeah so like thinking putting all that together it's like we're just made for like this to get really fucked up and then combined with like Trump just like firing the whole CDC like uh, pandemic team mm-hmm. or something like that just like totally totally not prepared and like mishandling this yeah uh, and like the shit with the people who got briefed in the Senate on uh, the coronavirus like months ago and then they just like dumped a bunch of stocks and like didn't tell the public yeah. 
it's just like, oh my God. Well, it's pretty incredible that basically the whole world has been caught off guard by this and no one has been prepared to deal with it. And as, as, a, as, as humanity, we don't have enough medical supplies for this, which is yeah. crazy because of the, you know, it's, it, it really comes down to a matter of planning, right. And, and global priorities. And, that's what I think is the is the yeah. big thing here is like you start to ask yourself. I think I think individuals, you know, need to ask themselves a couple of things. I think we need to all together ask ourselves like what what like we have so such sophisticated uh, capabilities for planning and engineering and and such great technology that's going on right now. I think there it's very easy to imagine a world where. Um, you know, we are much more on top of not only these things that can become global pandemics because people did see this coming. We just simply weren't prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, where, where the countries where these things are going on every day, all the time, it really doesn't take a big leap of imagination to think if we applied the same ingenuity and budget towards, you know, uh, creating engineering, like humanitarian engineering for the globe on a scale that we approach something like war with, right? That where, where we have this incredibly capable military and this incredible military budget and incredible technology all the time geared towards, you know, uh, kind of conflict in the world and, and securing yeah. what's ours and taking it. What if all those resources are turned to humanitarian engineering of the globe where we make sure that poverty isn't really an issue, that everybody has access to clean water. I mean, there's so many things that could be solved. And right now we're all, the people that are tuned into this in the world are all very scared. Now think about all the people that this is just their daily life. Like, so I think there's that global question of like, what is this thing telling the whole world, humanity right now? And then on the personal level, I think, you know, of course, you know, us all being Ghost Scouts and us all, you know, being very proactive, creative animals, like, you know, what is life telling each of us right now? And and all the listeners, what is life telling you right now about where you're at in your quest as a human, about, you know, what you want your life to be like, about what you want to be doing with things? I mean... Obviously, not everybody is 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 able to just hit pause right now, right? A lot of people have to yeah. go to work. They don't have money. They're in all these weird situations. There's a million right now insanely complicated situations unfolding, if from the third world to the first world. You know, uh, you know, everybody's situation is so individual. But you know, for the people that can kind of hit pause for a minute, as as the world is being asked to do. What a great opportunity to sit down and, you know, how often does life just go, hey, pause, hey, just, you know, the government's going to pass this stimulus bill today, so probably money's going to go out to people and, you know, whether or not that's adequate enough is another thing. Um, but, you know, they're going to they're gonna kind of put everything on pause for a couple of, for, you know, at least two to three weeks, lock everything down. It's going to end up being months, but... You know, two to, if everything can lock down for like three weeks and this thing could theoretically pass, you know, as a best case scenario, like like as we see in India right now, they're like everything's shut down. No one leaves for three weeks. That would if the whole globe did that, of course, there's problems that are going to rise from it. But that would mean that the virus is going to run its course. Right. That's the life of the of the germination of the virus. So that would kind of get us through it. And for the people that can pause. I mean, what a better time to sit there and really go, wow, life is giving me a breather right now. Let me fucking look at this. 
at the at the I feel like the the illusion of mainstream reality right now the hologram is like flickering and we can all see like totally everybody pretending that everything is like in order is like scrambling and shitting their pants right now no one in the world is ready for this and we all should have been so you can just see the thin veneer that mainstream reality is is putting in front of us we all think everything's going to be fine everything's going to be taken care of and we're not that far from a major disaster. I mean, what if this was a nuclear fallout? I mean, what if this was a was a was a was a solar flare that put the electrical grid down and there's no more internet and this stuff? Like we need to be prepared for these type of things. These things can happen at any time without warning. And and what does that mean to you and your life and to us as a as a as a species on this globe altogether? Because everyone from the from the poorest people on this planet to the richest people on this planet are all in danger right now, right? I mean, some of the richest okay. elite are older people, and they're right now fucking freaking out about this too, right? So, you know, I don't know. It's it's such it's, it's such a it's crazy situation. I find I find this entire thing so interesting, you know, and it's it's. I kind of, I kind of think it's it's hard for me to worry, but what I think about a lot recently is how interesting this all is, how it affects everything, and and you know this this microscopic invisible enemy that we can't even see. Yeah, that's what Trump is calling it. Yeah, yeah. well, it's better than calling yeah. it the Chinese virus. he actually he went, actually went back on that yesterday, which I saw. But they um, definitely made him do that. Asian Americans, <laughs> it's not their fault. Yeah, they're, it's like, they're oh great people. It's not their fault. They're wonderful wow. people, but but I, I just keep thinking about like how how this tiny thing, and also I feel like you know I, I wouldn't blame people for eating bats too because I feel like for a gag if I was in China with you, Dan, I'd be like, yo, dude, let's go eat some fucking bats, you right, know? Right. And yeah, I mean that's <laughs> you know like I eat fucking fish eyes people, and shit. People so, eat animals like that. Yeah, I I will now be more careful because I didn't even think that like okay. I could get a fucking the entire globe sick from eating a bat, you right, know. Right. Um, but I also think that yeah, like you said, this literally puts the world on pause. And what are you gonna do with your time now that it's that you're free? It feels like you're free, you know. I was going around. I was I was I was going to get like some snacks yesterday, and with my girlfriend, and I felt like it was an, the apocalypse. Like the world was open for us, you know. There was no lines at the bakery. No traffic, oh my God. you know. Um, and this is in Jersey? Yeah, this is in Jersey. I just went to get a couple, like, pastries, and then come, and then we went to go <laughs> to the park a little bit by the water and just, just you know, look outside. And so, so that's, again, like, you're given this time, and it's beautiful outside, but you also have to – but you're also uh, being suggested to stay indoors. So, right. you know, it's, it's like you're fighting – this freedom you've been given, but also being ignorant by uh, putting other people in danger. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, like people are pe- people that I haven't talked to in in months, and I call a lot of people, but they've they've called me and like we 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 you know chop it up about what's going on and just how crazy it is. You know, um, I it's mm-hmm. it's just insane what uh, global effect and like the telephone game that's happening around the world you know how many people are saying i heard this i heard that i heard this and it's so difficult to really put your finger on what to believe and what to what to look at you know so and now as now as an asian american here you know i know i've heard you say that you're worried about the the racism and the backlash and stuff have you you know felt any of that tension out there you know what's the what's the status of that right now for you 
Yeah, yeah. I remember I remember last couple of weeks ago we were on the uh the uh online group workshop and um I had said like yo I've been like getting eyes and shit I'll fucking fuck these people up but like then I then I like you know have to come back and cuz you know when you meet this kind of racism with um and this is not something that's new to to a lot of uh different demographics of people like black people and spanish people deal with this shit all the time you know threat feeling mm-hmm. other people feeling threatened by them you know yeah. and people are little, literally feeling threatened by asian people you know and it's you know there is more good than bad but there it's it's because of of you know it is from china um it it's there's a stereotype now that Asian people have a higher chance of getting it, you know, uh, right. of giving it to you, right. you know. So, so you know, you, I do get eyes and stuff, but you, like I realize now that you cannot fight hate with hate, you know, like because I, I said like oh, I'll fuck them up and everything, but like I, I'll fuck them up if they come at me for real. But yeah. like you really have to like you really have to um, be better than that and and teach them that like you're not a bad person and like you're not gonna. Um, you're not going to affect them. It's the world's problem now. You're just as 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 uh, you know capable of uh, giving me the disease as I am to you. You know, right. and and just just an overall lesson of like, do not get aggressive if people are being aggressive towards you. Just try to like be better and teach them that they're ignorant. Yeah. yeah. And that's something I'm really trying to fight for, fight, uh, battle with myself because like I'm a fucking crazy guy. Yeah. But um. <laughs> Crazy guy with jujitsu skills and yeah, and, yeah. And, athlete, and above <laughs> yes. average and above like, average athleticism for an artist. I'll, exactly, I will fucking choke you out and I will spit in your face and give you coronavirus. You know, so and then hit a couple free throws and work. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that's I mean that that's a message. Like I, I talked to Lemma uh, about this, uh, I think a couple of days ago. You know, that's a message mm-hmm. I want yeah. to get out there. Don't like, don't fight hate with hate. You know, try to be better and try to like overcome and teach. You know, yeah, so, yeah. It's 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 hard. It's very hard, but that's what we got to do. You know. And now, Lerm. So you and uh, Mind Cop, aka Daniel Chang Christensen, Year One Ghost Scout, are uh, living together, and you guys are both yeah. working from home now, right? Because you guys have kind of gone into the into your freelance careers this year heavily. Yeah. So we. Um, moved up here in at the beginning of the year, and yeah, we. I basically have since doing the residency, just started working, uh, being self-employed, like doing the art as my main uh, income and like my main thing. So yeah, we've been like working from home in an apartment together for a couple months now. So mm-hmm. the uh, like. In theory, it's not that different to be just staying home um, more so because we were basically working from home anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. And I, w- I was doing some part-time teaching at, like, a, a middle school, so that got shut down, like, a couple weeks ago. Because the school shut down? Yeah, the school shut down. Yep. Um, but, like, nothing else is... It seems like a lot of stuff is still open. There's not like an order in place, but we've mostly just been going to the grocery store. We went to like, there are these state parks around that are pretty cool Mm -hmm. in New England. So some nice nature. Mm -hmm. We went to like one of those um, the other day and there were kind of a lot of people there. Not like a ton, but it seemed like people were 
keeping their distance kind of generally, but... So there's you uh, saw some social distancing happening? Yeah, and there's definitely, like, we heard people, like, walk by, by like, talking about, they're like, man, like, the coronavirus really makes you think about what's important. So it's yeah. like having these, like, conversations with each other walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, people are talking about it, and the vibes in the grocery stores are kind of weird. Like, they're, like, stressed out seeming people and there's just like not paper products uh but yeah i don't know mostly i guess i wanted to say that like you're talking about the global like societal ramifications and like what does this mean for like our priorities yeah as a species and even like uh with like because it's something that really underlines like that we are all the same, like we're all equally susceptible to getting like a vi- a virus, like mm. passing it along and like keeping it going because that's like what humans are doing and like we're social animals and like it just can spread to anyone. But yeah, like as to accomplish the like actual like sharing of resources and like planning and like actually put in human lives first in like this situation you would need like you really would need like some kind of centrally planned like socialist system um it's like seems like at this point uh it's that or like just descending into chaos like well i mean that's the, the i mean the, i think the thing i think it's true i think if i think if you know people just look at this as an as a one-off thing and oh, when are you know when are we going to get back to you know is it, are we going to be is our economy going to be back up by easter which you know newsflash is definitely oh not um, yeah. you know but because but again we're still in this weird before phase right that's the surreal yeah. thing about this moment is there's other places that you can just look at and go holy shit it's like the hospitals in these places are literally hell on earth right now it's gone and, beyond worrying about your economy yeah right it's no it's yeah, yeah. you know and, and and luckily we're still at that phase yeah yeah luckily cuomo made that point very clear yesterday he said nobody is going to say we should prioritize the economy over the American people's health, right? I mean, then that is exactly where we're at. So for Trump and and whoever to be thinking that we need to rush back to business yeah, as like usual is just is just the, missing the, the picture, right? I don't think we touched on what we should actually be worrying about is that it's the overcrowdedness of the hospitals, right? You know? right. Not so much. I mean, I don't know, but I feel like now that I'm getting more information, especially from you, I feel like it's not so much a person or person dying. It's the overcrowdedness of the hospitals and the healthcare system. Yeah, well, it's going to cause like a huge ripple effect with just the there's not enough beds for people. There's not enough ventilators and anyone who needs to go to the hospital for any other kind of reason. Also, what, what's a ventilator? To, like, take care of that. It's, I, it's what helps you breathe when your lungs are like. Up. It's, like that, it's that oxygen. Thing? It's that oxygen mask they put on you when you have surgery. You know, like it's, I mean, I knew that. I'm just yeah. asking for the people. Who yeah. Don't yeah, know yeah. That. yeah, 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 no? yeah. Well, they're That's talking about they're talking about splicing. <laughs> now they're talking oh about splicing ventilators, like two people on oh, one I, ventilator, because because uh, Cuomo said yesterday. Like not enough stuff. 
Yeah, Cuomo said yesterday that FEMA sent New York four hundred ventilators, and he said they need thirty thousand. Yeah, yeah so, I, I saw that number four hundred. It's like nothing. Yeah, well, because and, they just don't exist right now, and and it's great that you know they're they're getting some you know these car yeah, manufacturers yeah. are saying hey we're going to make ventilators and stuff like that, but that's going to be weeks and months away. That's not going to be right. in next week when when the New York City uh you know hospitals are all filled up there's just there's they said there's only 3000 intensive care uh uh beds in New York City i mean think Shit. about that and those are going to fill up in a heartbeat and then everybody else is stuck you know and and then that's where you got to go okay we got to slow the spread and then the only way to slow the spread is to shut down everything which is the economy yeah. so so it's it, it the bottleneck is at the hospitals and that is the core issue but because we can't solve that issue the only solution is to shut everything down and then that creates so many problems so it's really a catch 22 wherever you go and then the other problem is that then the medical staff are getting infected with this because they don't even have masks they don't yeah. even have this stuff so so in countries like italy 10% of the people responding to the crisis are sick and then they have to be removed from it and then there's you know there's there's not enough medical staff to deal with this either so it's a medical system crisis right. and even in yeah. the i mean think about that that's just the, the right now we're just talking about it in the in the i, I don't want to say civilized countries the industrial world now think about you yeah, know the the, right, the, yeah. the rural you know places where there is no infrastructure decimated. for this yeah, yeah. like my buddy's down in right coast. where our actual flu is is deadly right, right? exactly yeah. exactly yeah. where they yeah. don't have I clean think water right where they yeah. don't have yeah. clean yeah. water to even yeah. drink let alone right. wash their hands with it you know what i'm saying so it's just it's Oof. it's so sketchy and again we're we're just at the beginning of this thing which makes it so weird and so odd and in a couple yeah. of weeks it's hard to conceptualize on a yeah like the individual level because it seems so like Exactly. We're just home doing our fucking drawings and shit. Yeah. I, I feel like, like I'm day to day. Nothing yeah, is yeah. super different. But... That's what I was saying. It's so hard to actualize it. You know? Right. Yeah, and but, we're yeah, and, and the mean, three of us are very privileged in that way. We we have more of a home based, you know, uh, yeah, where we, we right. generate our own income. We get to chill at home. We pick our own schedules. You two don't have kids, you know. We have the yeah. kids, but you know, we already had Wolfie being homeschooled. I mean, you know, all as individuals, all three of us were exactly. pretty well, uh, yeah, pretty well yeah. adaptable to this situation. Personally, set up, yeah, set up for something like this in a weird way. But it's like it's insane because. Yeah, college students getting kicked out of their dorms. If you just didn't have a home to begin with, how are you yeah. supposed to stay home? Like, yeah, I'm a hero. Yeah, I was. I was and this is hero. God bless America. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Did I save my girlfriend from being homeless? Yeah, was, anyway. yeah. I, mean, I was seeing, I was seeing uh, so many people's situations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not. It's nothing to joke about. It's not funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's dude, like. It's just crazy how, yeah, unprepared uh, as a society we but, are for And all at the that. same time, do you guys feel excited? I feel this apocalyptic excitement in a way, you know. Of like, what's next? Of just like, it could be all over, you know. I mean, just, or just not, not that it could be all over because, it, it, you know, hopefully it's not. But the, but the, this is the first time in my lifetime that I'm feeling this global, something is affecting the world earth yeah you know yeah it's so it's exciting to me i don't know 
it's I think it could riveting. definitely be like a reckoning, yeah. like a turning point. It could go that way, but yeah, I don't know. But it, it's yeah, we just turned off the like a bunch of fake shitty jobs and like exactly that's yeah kind of cool like post work future. It, it, it I'm sure like because there's people that you know, have that job and, and that job's gone now or, or it's, it's, you're working from home, most people, but like, it, it kind of makes you think. Not really most people, but yeah, like. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess, I, I guess just in, in certain industries, you, you, you can work from home, but like, it really makes you think like, what do you really want to do with your life? If the world is over, like, what do you get? Like, cause, cause people go out and drink all the time. That's gone. You know, like us, we have, yeah. we entertain ourselves all day by working on stuff. You know, these people that are like, going out and doing stuff and i don't know i just think about them like what what is it that you would do with your life now that you've experienced this i feel like we just got to figure out some ways to like help each other because it's i mean yeah it's something that affects everyone and like i don't know i'm trying to figure that out like how to how to actually help people's situations here like in a place we just moved to because we don't know like that many people yet but yeah and then right by delivering did did ken start delivering dan he oh <laughs> kent is very affected by this shout out to kent everybody shows some love to kent because oh. he is like <laughs> very shell-shocked by this um his mom has come up to stay with him and they're quarantining together she came up last monday from new york city mm. um uh, oh, by the way a huge they're tracking a huge spread of this when New York city got quote unquote locked down. Um, tons of people left the city. There's a lot of people coming to, uh, you know, a lot of people have other homes. homes. Yeah, exactly. Up here in Vermont, um, and a lot of other places and just going to stay with other people, um, outside of it. So, yeah, there's a huge spread from that. And they said yesterday, Cuomo said, you know, if you left New York City, you need to be quarantining for two weeks, you know, be be staying home, you know, as much as possible and, and really limiting your interactions with people because they're kind of that that's there's a super spread going on right now. New York City is the epicenter with 12,000 tested cases. That's that's huge. And, you know, that people are just, you know, traveling out of there. And I'm sure the same thing is happening in California, you know, and that's kind of what they were saying in the beginning. They're like, well, we can't really lock one place down and not another place because people are just going to move. And that's exactly what's happening. So, you know, we're just handling this in such a weird way where it's it's not good. I think there's going to be very fascinating to look back at how this was handled and see all the things that were kind of done in the wrong way. And there, there was just a lack of, of uniform information of uniform response and all that stuff. And, and that's really where a lot of people's lives, unfortunately are going to pay the price for it. But Alex, what you were saying about excited about it, I'm I'm definitely like, I'm super riveted. I cannot Mm -hmm. like turn off my mind from absorbing the information. I text you every fucking hour. It's excited. (laughs) Dude, because it's mind blowing. There's breaking news from every country in the world about this. It is, there's really nothing been like this. It's insane, you know, and and just trying to tabulate it in my mind. 
Um, but I think there's a part of me that because I am very contrarian and because I am kind of a out outsider and I live kind of outside of, mm-hmm. of mainstream culture a lot in the woods and stuff in different parts of my life, I think there is a part of me that has always fantasized about mainstream right. reality just crashing down. It's so collapsing. In that, it's well, collapsing. you know, I don't think that this has the... I don't think that this is going to do it because there's... I think there's still a huge part of the population, you know, 80% of the people live through this. So if it was something like Ebola or, you know, a greater, like I was just watching a thing on Vice about Ebola last night and, you know, just from, from 2014, just cause I was like, oh, that was another like crazy epidemic that was going on. And I wasn't even really paying that close of attention to it because it's, you know, again, it's not a huge factor here. Um, but you know, it's funny. They were talking about the same thing. People in Africa did not believe that Ebola was real. They thought it was a government thing to come down and crack down on them. You know, that's another thing. There's, there's a lot of narratives out there right now. I think a lot of people are getting a lot of different stories about this thing. Um, you know, about it being a, you know, uh, there's a lot of conspiracies about it being a chemical attack that, you know, is, is either, right. Either got loose, uh, by accident or was released on purpose. Purpose. Um, there's a whole line of thinking that this is a, uh, a, 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 a grab in the United States and possibly the world to impose martial law on people and take away your civil liberties like they're going to lock everything down and not let things come back up. Um, okay, do you think – okay, that being said though, I do feel like they can take advantage of the situation. Not yeah, that it's I caused by it. I agree. But like, but just like in nine eleven, they can enact the Patriot Patriot Act. And who knows what they can do now? You know. Yeah. And they, that's true. It, it's 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 there. If I was an overarching government, it could you could use this as a test to see, oh, can we really keep people inside? Can we do that? Can we you know change society in such drastic ways? And you know, not that they made the coronavirus or anything, or it comes from the government, but no, but they not, definitely. Yeah, you can I take mean, advantage of it in a way, you know. Like the, yeah, you can for sure take advantage. It's like swooping in when everyone is freaking out about something, everything after 9-11, like just uh, a cover for pushing more like super right wing, like control and yeah, yeah like surveillance. They're going to be, they said they can like detain, I don't know talking about detaining people who are sick and like separating them. And like, that seems like it gets sketchy. Right. Well, that's in China. Yeah. In China, in Wuhan and, and in the, in the, in the, in the epicenter of the epidemic there, when someone was positive, they were pulled into quarantine with everybody else who was sick and they didn't see their family again, unless they die, you know, when they, they would either die or they would be, you know, get better and be released. But they were, but that was part of how they stopped it. And, and again, with narratives, I hear people saying, oh, it's already stopped in China. Oh, you know, it's going to peak in Italy. Italy has an older population, this and this and that. You have to understand the people in Wuhan have not stepped foot outside their homes for six weeks. And they're still talking about two more weeks of quarantine there right. before they lift it. I mean, to write this off is a big mistake. You know, I get, I get not feeding yeah. into the hype of the, yes. of the mainstream media and the fear mongering and the looping, but people need to be aware of right. the, the science and the data that is, you know, that is concrete about this. And, 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 
and and just how little of a light it's like we have a pen light shining on this thing and it's a huge monster in the darkness and we can only see a tiny portion of it you know and it's coming it's coming for us and and oh you know cuomo said yesterday oh he said God. dude cuomo dude governor ah. <laughs> governor cuomo said yesterday about new york he said we are now looking at a bullet train shooting towards us you know so this is not to be taken lightly and and again in a couple of weeks i think it's going to be more clear and every week that passes it's going to get more clear because it's pretty clear that we're going to be seeing in a couple weeks 500 deaths in new york city a day 600 deaths in new york city a day the science is saying that that is unavoidable you know yeah barring a miracle cure which of course president trump is out there saying that you know there's miracle cures and all this stuff um but you know there's really not but another thing about one of the narratives out there ron paul and and some of these more libertarian minded people are really saying that this thing is being overhyped in order for the government to 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 impose on your civil liberties and i agree with you guys i think that there are always bad actors out there they're looking to take advantage of dire situations and sanitizer for like right price gouging all that stuff yeah that's just a low life level that's what i'm talking about with scale though if if people are like doing that at the small scale you know imagine at the large exactly exactly and the the corporations out there are drooling but i will say this yeah i really don't think that they're that i think the narrative that they are going to crack down and become and that the u.s would want to become a totalitarian regime I don't think that really makes sense. I think that's an old model. I think I think the corporations who now run the world, right? We mm-hmm. all agree that corporations now through lobbyists and through influence and through power and money, they basically control what happens Dude. in the world now. You know, Bezos say, is going to grow hair and become super saiyan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to be gonna super like, jacked through this. Oh he's going to be injecting <laughs> fucking serums all day, he's every day. Absolutely. He's all the money in the universe. He's, he's probably, we'll probably find out that he is the first AI, right? There will be oh, a yeah. time where oh, we yeah. start to find out that certain people in the world have been AI all along. Like Elon Musk is definitely AI. AI. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, it's going to become AI wars. But I don't. I think that the that the corporations have Americans and and the industrialized world exactly where they want them. I don't think that anybody's fucking plan is to go. All right, now what we're gonna do next is shut down the economy. Like, dude, they they are fucking making money hand over fist. There's never been more profit in the world as there is today, and they're all reaping it. Yeah. I, mean, I think that society is exactly how they want it to be right now. I think they do want to get things. I think if any thing they're gonna push to get it up and running faster i don't think there's any i don't i think i think the old places like like russia and china and stuff they have they still have the totalitarian regime in place but that's the old model that is not the new model of government and world control the world control is is corporations fucking Mm -hmm. getting you to buy their products that is world control and we're all doing it we're all getting disney plus we're all getting fucking amazon prime like do we all have amazon prime I got Amazon Primus. Do you have Optimus. Amazon Prime, Lerm? Yeah, well, I share, I share one. Right, so they have family. us right where they want us. They have us. We are yeah. doing exactly what they want us to do. Don't be fooled to think that what would they even gain from locking everybody in their house and oh shutting things down? Like, like, they have to give us money right now to shut it down. Well, like, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, they 
corporations, the Republicans, everyone who loves the market, the Democrats too, like all of them it's want all the people same. to yeah. go back to work so they right. can spend money. And exactly. Meanwhile, people, yeah, but you, for something like this where you do have, like you have to just keep people away from each other for a little while means you do have to like turn all that off. Right. And you know what's crazy too is that like I've I've been hearing that pollution is going down and like my cousin who lives in the Bay Area can see farther into the into the the the, the, the sky ocean yeah in the in the sky just like just because pollution has gone down and the fact that like nature's been always trying to kill us but we're like one step ahead you know like the yeah. flu and the cold can kill us you know if we don't have medicines but like we've always been a step ahead and this kind of shows us that like we that nature is kind of catching up you know or it can catch up the, well it can do that, anything it wants i mean it can slam yeah. an asteroid into the planet and exactly. end it all like it does periodically right that's and happened that, like a gang of times and then mm-hmm. this like all just gives more um more reason for us to evolve into our true ai like robotic bodies so that we cannot be affected by any of this stuff wow. you think- but you what about digital viruses, do? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you could get a computer. Oh, fuck. I didn't even th- you're a computer person. I couldn't even think about that, dude. Shit. Would you really want to be a robot? I mean, I don't think so, but I believe in what Joe Rogan says, that we're just kind of the uh, reproductive organ of the next species of of organism. I don't know. You know, that, that we're kind of just giving birth. like a, a blip in the dust or something could be going nowhere it's just a Uh-oh. you know this moment that there happens to be human life well, I think it is like human life and this planet that we live on is incredibly improbable, right? It's this yeah. amazing miracle of Pretty potential. Random. Yeah, just the humans exist. Like we are just these, you know, like we say, creative animals in this infinite universe. And all three of us are very into those concepts and we're really engaged in our destiny and like wrestling with, you know, fate and all these things and, 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 and really engaged in all that. And I love what you said, Alex, about the pollution and stuff. And again, it go to me, that goes back to what is the world telling us? The world is telling right. us, hey, you know, there is many different paths you could take. If we if we start to shut down all these polluting factors, guess what? Yeah. The world is a much more beautiful fucking place to live in. They said that there were dolphins in the in the canals in Venice. I mean, that is an amazing fucking thing and the fact that yeah all of a sudden pollution is lifting people can see this shit and it's more beautiful than ever out now again that causes problems because now people want to just get back to daily life and and ramp it up go drive out there and look at it right and and that's what it comes back to i think that's what always pushes me back to this idea that what if we really got on this thing of humanitarian engineering, whether it's Greenpeace or, yeah. you know, whether something like we have the Army Corps of Engineers that goes into battle zones and builds headquarters and hospitals and all this stuff. And right now we're calling on them to come into states, mm-hmm. all the states and build hospitals and save us and do right. all this stuff. What if we, as the wealthiest country in the history of the world, 
are the leaders of initiating a program where we are saying we are not going to accept poverty in the world because it's a threat to every human, right? <laughs> we're not going to accept. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to accept that we can get. Yeah, we're not going to accept that we can get oil to everywhere in the world, but people can't get drinking water. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to accept that some people get medicine and some people don't just because we've decided that if you can hand me some money and this other people can't, so they're more deserving of it, right? Like, we need to shift the paradigm. We really need to look at this and go, hey, well, we have the opportunity to do this before things do all break down because inevitably every great civilization that has come before us has fallen into dust and become nothing, right? That we are all inevitably headed for that. So while we're at this powerful point, wouldn't we want to say, hey, you know, just like just like I talk about on a micro scale of being like, wow, I'm so appreciative that I get to live my dream. I want to turn around and try to inspire and help as many other people live their dreams as possible. Wouldn't we go, wow, the first the first worlds, the industrialized worlds are living at such an amazing height right now. Can't we turn around and use what we've learned to elevate every continent on this globe to a basic standard of living? I mean, it's it's 100 yeah, percent doable. Even... It's not like it's not doable. It is doable. It's just a matter of people going great. It's a matter of people going. Yeah, I don't want to live at the top and know that there are all these people living at the bottom and we literally have you know, still a class system that includes slavery to bring us the goods that we use every day. Like just because it's not, we don't have literal cotton plantations in America. doesn't mean that the whole thing hasn't changed and that humanity hasn't always been based on, you know, there being all these classes and the, the lowest, most, you know, the people that are just randomly born into a continent that is, you know, war, war torn and struggling and, and rich with assets, they're going to be, you know, just milked dry. You know, that, that doesn't really doesn't make sense. And things like this should show you that when there is mass poverty and in, in a country like China, where they have these, we've all learned about these wet markets, which are incredible to, to learn about, and that they are mostly filled with wild caught animals that they are butchering right there. And the, and, and all the juices talk about I've some been, fucking juices. I've, the juices are to mixing together. Margins, yeah. Not, so, yeah. Not, not, so many wild animals more like just you know regular right. cows and chickens right. and stuff but right. they're just like on the fucking they're just on wooden tables with blood dripping on the side with like little fucking holes with, with gutters you know in the right. philippines right um so it's fucking nasty out there you know but it's that's the that's the poverty and you know at, at, at a certain level you can't have such infrastructure you know Wow. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, humanity is only strong as the weakest of us, especially right. when it comes to things like this. And if people think that if we go on developing the way that we are, that we're not just going to see more and more of this, right? Like again, it comes that back to the idea of what is life telling you? Everything is a sign. Everything is a warning. Everything is feedback, right? We are right now. This this virus is a feedback. How many people are? How many billions of people are on this planet right now? And then in another, you know, what by twenty fifty, we're supposed to have ten billion people on this planet. And you think we can just go around with business as usual? And that, you know, that isn't gonna bring feedback with more deforestation and more of these wet markets and more human interaction with the depths of the jungles where a lot of these crazy diseases come from to keep things in check, right? Let's not forget, we don't have any 
uh, right to be here. Like we're we're here like everything else, and nature decides, you know, whether we get to stay here or not. And I think the more we play ball. And the more we incorporate ourselves into the natural systems of things, the more we get to stick around, right? It's like the, it's just like any other group. It's like a fractal, right? That's what I love about life. If you can understand the dynamics of one thing, you can usually apply that to another. And when you get in a group of people and you decide to play nice, amazing things can happen. Now, when you get in a group of people and there's one element that is, you know, super negative and that negativity starts spreading and all of a sudden people aren't hanging out together anymore. That group of friends is broken up. That time has passed in your life right so it's it i mean that's really where we're at like people need to ask themselves yeah go is it just what happens when you have so many people or so many organisms in a population you know um there's experience with with rats when when this they had they built like a rat city and it just got overpopulated and they they did it on purpose they overpopulated it and all the rats just went crazy you know so and and you know like in our small group of ghost scouts you know it's very easy to spread this good uh, message, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like, I've literally changed my, my thinking of like, you know, I need to get a job. I need to make this amount of money so I can be happy, you know, and, and I can, I need to get all this stuff all the time, you know, um, and just have this corporate job so I can like have this status and have this office and everything, you know, and, and like through like within our small group, it's very easy to like, honestly convey that message to somebody, you know, mm-hmm. but when it's such a, at a, such a scale, it's so hard to combat that greed that that is just like it's i it's just weird how how much easier it is for like that not negativity but that way of thinking to consume than the than this other one that we're kind of putting out because it's 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 a harder path yeah but you know it, it's much rewarding at the end you know um it's just it's just so difficult you know that i i you know it's 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 i just want to say that because you know we can say all this stuff, but that's what we're fighting is like this, this, it's just so difficult to reach so many people when you're not. Well, I, I, yeah. Go and ahead. we live in a society that's totally like the priorities are wrong and like everyone is, has, you know, the, the goal is like accumulating wealth, like at the highest right. levels. And right. like, obviously like that's not a system that, prioritizes like humanity and like people and like the thriving of human life and like that's like what we have to strive for and like we could just like take care of everybody like there's ways to do that and it would have to like we would have to reorient like the direction of like all of our actions yeah yeah i think it'll be really interesting to see you know because this is a global pandemic we haven't seen anything in the scope of this for a long time as president trump said yesterday we haven't seen this for decades we've actually haven't seen this for centuries (laughs) (laughs) he wanted to play it he might have forgotten you know he's so funny man i know he he really is funny and i wish that it would the stakes were lower because i do laugh every time i listen to him i do laugh but I also cringe in horror because I know that so many people are tuned into what he's saying and they think that it is real and it's that's what's scary yeah. about it. Right, right, right. Yeah, this yeah. That's a situation where you actually would like all the horrible things he's done. It has kind of been funny to have a reality TV star president, but in a global pandemic, it's definitely the situation where you wish that there was some competence involved and some like honesty with uh 
the entire public. Like it's just being totally mishandled. You know, you know what like, I was? People are gonna die. Yeah. I was thinking that I was I was talking I was talking to somebody and I was like, why doesn't Obama just get on Instagram and start talking? You know. Dude, and he I, doesn't. He's staying out of it. Yeah, well, it's also now. super disrespectful. You know, and like you're gonna create a war with the president. You know, so. That, that I came to that conclusion, but I was like, why don't these people just start fucking talking, you know, because if people will listen to them, then, you know, you can't just step on somebody's presidency like that. Yeah. I feel like Obama doesn't care. He's just. He's in a fucking He's get, making money, giving speeches. And That's true. Chilling. He's fucking. He's probably flying drone. He's probably just remotely piloting drones and still bombing in fucking the Middle East. Yeah. He's just he oh got addicted God. to that. He, he just he just plays fun. that shit like Call of Duty, dude. He's out oh there playing God. real life Call of Duty, bro. Guy shit. Miami. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's so intense. And and I I you know you you brought up the the climate change comparison. I think there's also an interesting thing going on here because. There's some people that I've talked to that are that are, you know, identify with the real left wing viewpoint of things, but is on this real contrary uh, track where they go, you know, this is just a crackdown on civil liberties. The media is hyping it. Mm-hmm. This there's you know, it's not real. And they're bypassing the science. And that right. is the that same. That yeah. is the same thing. That is if you listen, it's the exact same attitude that a lot of the more right wing people in this country say about climate change. They go, it's all media hype, whatever. They bypass right, the science. Right. They disregard the science. And I would be very careful out there. For, for the same people who, who you know, criticize, you know, uh, a different segment of the population for disregarding the science and blaming it all on the media, be careful that you're not doing the same thing about this virus. Because I hear that a lot and I'm shocked that people are going, it's all media hype, it's all media hype. I agree. The media is always hyping it up in America. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Um, if you go and watch like the BBC World News, it's much more watchable and they're covering the whole world and they're not spazzing out. And it's not every like breaking news, like every 10 yeah. seconds, you know, Yeah, it's much news less in media. your face. Um, and also the newscasters there, like the men particularly are much more disheveled, which I love, like the bar for being on TV and like, like, in, like England is, is so much lower. Like they look like they just rolled out <laughs> of not, bed and they're just they're like, not covered in makeup. yeah, their hair is all tussled and like, it's just, it's so amazing. And, and they're just more, much more measured about the whole thing. They're not trying to just scare the shit out of you. They're trying to give you the information in a calm tone. And that is exactly also what governor Cuomo is doing. So again, he's someone to With look to People are out there and they're like, where do I turn for information about this? Governor Cuomo's speaking about New York in particular, but you know, in the United States, that is the epicenter. So he's a good place to tune into. And then, you know, just look at, um, you know, you know, just individual Google searches. Like every day I'm searching, you know, uh, coronavirus, Mexico, coronavirus, Africa, all these things, and just seeing what's happening because it truly is spreading all over the world. Um, but yeah, I would just, I just really, uh, like people to look at the listen to the doctors and the scientists because they are all saying the same thing and it is very clear and you know again once we cross the threshold and 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 the the infections break the healthcare system you know where wherever people are they're going to understand what's happening and and again most people aren't going to be directly affected by the health crisis of this but we're all now 
inexplicably tied up in the economic crisis that this is going to cause and it's going to last all year and it's going to echo beyond that i mean this is this is an event that is changing mainstream reality in a major way and mainstream reality doesn't like it it's something that it doesn't want to happen yeah Um, and even even like like, even if you you're having like a kid now you can't i think i think i read somewhere that you can't uh go with the with the wife who's giving birth you know um so it at, at, at all scales, it's if you get in a car accident, you know, you're you might not yeah, be anyone who has to go to the hospital for any reason is going to have a fucking horrible time of it. Yeah. 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 There's lack of supplies. There's lack of blood. They say they're calling for blood donors because the blood shortages are super low. Um, yeah. I mean, we're just we're you know, we all obviously, you know, hopefully people can rely on the healthcare systems that are around them. But this is a case where. You know they're just they're just unprepared for it, and I'm I'm hoping that the good things on the mainstream level that hopefully this will lead to Trump not being reelected because I, you know whatever you think of him, I don't think that he's a good leader of uh, the world that we not live at in. All. You know, so you know I, I think the guy's funny. Mm-hmm. I think he would maybe probably make an amazing stand-up comedian, or oh, he's yeah. a good entertainer. But you know, and he's maybe maybe fun to you know I don't know. I mean, he doesn't even drink, so I was gonna say how a drink or something like that but which is mind-boggling to me i mean the guy the fact that that dude you know doesn't drink is insane oh just fucking what's it what's that xanax not xanax fucking what's that legal coke the fucking sped the sped medicine oh the like uh uh, medicine that's yeah, medicine? Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. ADD medicine? Yeah. Uh, 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 fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Ritalin, uh, Percocet. What did, they call, what did they call it, though? Let me get some of that. Whatever. Yeah. The, the, the studying uh, drug? I heard methyl. he does that shit. Yeah, he probably does. He probably I did coke in the 80s yeah. and all that stuff, too. I mean, he's got to do something. He's a fucking, or maybe he, maybe he's just way too sober, and that's why he's such a maniac, you know? Straight edge. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, it, it, it leads to – I'm really disappointed that Bernie, you know, his, 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 his fucking campaign kind of got derailed, which is a real bummer because mm-hmm. I thought for sure we were headed towards a Bernie – you know, presidency. It seemed like that before. Somehow, you know, the Democratic Party fucking fucking uh, jackknife well, jackknife yeah, Biden they in again. Guys, they're doing like a weekend at Bernie's with Biden, and <laughs> oh my god, like, weekend at Biden's, dude. They're propping him yeah. up there. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. He's like out here dying. Oh and, god, I know. Somehow, it's so well, terrible. Well, I can't believe they held the the Super Tuesday election because people didn't fucking come out because they were like, "I'm not trying to get coronavirus." Yeah. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, and I feel like if Bernie was was front and center right now, and he still is out there doing a lot of great messaging, um, you know, because as usual, I mean, that's what he's done from day one. But you know, I think having him front and center right now and talking about the healthcare system and I the mean, healthcare crisis the would be so that he's crucial. Been calling for. Yeah, exactly. It's and, like and, his exact platform is like this would be the solution to this. But right, and I think people still aren't feeling that quite yet. I think 
after the fallout of all this and people see that other countries with with socialized health care, with universal health care, are going to cope and rebound from this much better than we are. Um, so, you know, and, and, and the cost wise, I mean, people are going to come out of this with crazy debt in medical debt in this country, which yeah. is absurd, which yeah, is just so fine. unfair and so absurd. And again, the American people are just letting themselves get scammed by these hucksters, by these corporations, you know, and hopefully that will help people wake up. And I'm really hoping that this does make a push for universal health care. I'm really hoping that that's one of the linings. And then to our listeners, of course, y'all already know, I mean, as we're saying, this is the opportunity to fucking really sit down and ask yourself, what is my life about? Where am I in the journey of my life in this hero's journey? And, and what are the immediate goals? Does this change your goals? Does this reinforce your goals? For me, I'm sitting here, you know, it's obviously been the goal here to set up a sustainable food system for my family that I can, you know, by the time where me and my, me and Athena are passing on, I want there to be a sustainable food system and shelter system and everything for my, for my kids and their life here. That's what I want to pass on to them. And I feel really good about that. You know, that's like, I'm like, man, that like, that is right on. You know, I wish that we had that set up right now. I wish we had a whole sustainable food system on this property right now Yeah. because then you'd be like, Hey, Some we don't chickens. even need to go to the fucking grocery store. And you know, again, are where we live in Vermont we have neighbors several neighbors right up the road that have you know all you know pigs and turkeys and chickens so you know it, it, we're in an area that is very well equipped for this and and we want to continue to get even more well equipped for this and and I'm glad we live in a place where we have 25 acres of our own you know I feel really I feel a lot for you know especially in the in the coming weeks you know Alex you and anybody that's in the city as these lockdowns tighten right we've seen we've seen even in Italy where they were where they're up to 700 plus deaths a day people are still going out and ignoring the lockdown and they've brought in the military to lock this down i mean it, it, it then it really does does start to look dystopian right when the government's yeah. outside driving around in trucks telling you to stay inside all of a sudden we are in a sci-fi movie about the future right and 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 i saw that you know they have police drones patrolling and this was like a week wow. plus ago in spain there are police drones out there enforcing wow. the quarantine i mean just think wow. about the words that i'm a saying I mean, this is just the beginning and, top edge on it. Wow. and for anyone that sits here and thinks oh my god these guys are just this is all hype blah blah look at the numbers this is not hype this is inevitable and the longer that people are out here saying this is all hype the worse it's going to be and the faster it's coming so you know really look at the numbers and make the decisions in your own life accordingly for for just the logistics of it but also again like we're saying there's a spiritual aspect to this there's a there's a destiny aspect to this what does this mean for you does this change the trajectory of your vision does this reinforce the trajectory of your vision um i mean for you guys i mean you know obviously we're still in this weird surreal before moment and we're going to have very different especially for for city dwellers i think there's going to be a very different take on this after all the fallout and after we see the toll of it but you know right now i mean does this does this is this changing your view of the of the world and your and your vision and your goals at all um i think you know for for me honestly life has been pretty much the same i spend most of my time at home um i do go to the city i've stopped going to the city um but I spend most of my time at home working on my drawings and paintings, you know, um, not much has changed. I do, um, 
you know, I did have a couple of things planned for the future with, with having shows, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and, and at this point I'm kind of making a game plan. And I think people should make a game plan to, um, time. I think time is going to be very important. You know, right now people are, you know, stuck, losing jobs, don't have money or whatever. And so, so, you know, right now may not be the time to release a lot of stuff, you know, think about like when people will get back on their feet, if they will be, and then like have like that, that that thing. Um, That's what I've been thinking about. It's, you know, I I think I've always, since, since camp, it's always been an an intimidation to think that far into the future um, Mm -hmm. about having sustainable land or anything. I think it's a cool idea and everything, but I mean, I don't know if it's because you have had a life in the forest that it's kind of easier for you to envision. I, I, I think that's just an excuse for me to give you um, to ha- to to that you are able to have that mindset easier than I am because I've lived in this city all this, all this time. And I, I feel like like going back to what I said about like um, uh, having, you know, appreciating. Uh, I don't know if I even said this, but. You know, when, when I was a, when I was a kid, I, oh yeah, about like having all like accumulating all this wealth, which I thought like I, I would need this corporate job in the city and like doing all this wealth. But you know, when I was a kid, I looked in in the mirror and I I saw that I just I I what I wanted when I was I just imagined my future. Twenty five, I was like, what am I gonna look like? Am I gonna have an apartment? Am I gonna have a dog? And like, what is my art going to be, you know? And, and I think I've reached that vision, you know, I have a dope apartment and my art is like, I'm the artist that I dreamed of. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's up to me now to like, um, go beyond that, you know? Uh, And like, I I said, I said that thing about my apartment and my art, because, you know, I have all the things that I wanted, you know, I don't need to go out and like make all this money to get what, like more iPads and stuff. Right. But, but, um, you know, I think now I'm at this quest and maybe I'll take this time now to really think about like, what's the next steps in my future or is this okay? You know, as long as I, can I keep constraining, uh, can I keep, uh, can I, uh, consistently have this for, for, do you you just want to maintain at this level? Yeah, Yeah. Can I just maintain them at this level? And, and, and if I can, like it is, I am completely happy right now, you know. Um, yeah, it, but but like because of this crisis, is is this now something I want, like a, a sustainable, a self sustainable environment for myself, you know? Um, so so, so it, it is, yeah, it is something I, I'm gonna start now. If if you about. were, if you if you could look into the future and uh-huh. and you know, if we do take a bleaker view of things and say like, right. yeah, let's do that. Let's go know, into like, if we <laughs> say like there is gonna be you know every three years or so there's or even every like five years there's gonna be some kind of pandemic, more epidemics, more pandemics that rip through the cities in particular and. Some may be less than this. Some may be far worse than this. Do you still feel like the, you know, you you just like because you grew up in the city, you're just going to hunker down and ride or die with the city? Or could you see something where you're like, fuck, man, like this many people living on top of each other is no longer sustainable, right. you know, right. like. Right. I, I mean, OK, so so at this point, I am outside of the city. Um, and, and it's not like literally on top, but I, I, I am very close to it. And, and, you know, I interact with the city every 
couple times a week. Right. So, well, you're in a dense but, but urban I, area, though. You're in yes, a dense urban yes. area where it's when an obvious things... answer. It's an obvious yeah. answer. You got to get out. Yeah. You got to get out. That's if, if that's what's going to happen. You got to get out. But that's what I'm afraid of is that like you can't. I cannot. I cannot. Uh, well, grasp the I, ramifications of that you know yeah. until it's too late that's yeah. it's so hard for me to do you know not ever i think there's definitely a way to sustain people living in a city maybe not i mean new york is at an, a pretty seems like an untenable level with the uh, people's living situations but cities don't have to be you know just a yeah new york is like liability a for disease like that they don't have to, yeah, they don't have to be, like, uh, deadly in a virus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, if, if there's plans of- in place, like, if there's protocols and kind of more, yeah. more thought about, like, infrastructure and, and where, and like, like, like how they had fallout yeah. shelters and stuff in, in the nuclear right. times. Like, now we have, like, okay, when when, when right. something starts, you know, breaks down and you have lockdown, like, this is the grocery store, the services, the people on these blocks. And then this is the grocery store, the services, the people here. Right. And, you know, yeah, more, more infrastructure. Yeah, like, safer housing and, like, you could, there was something in place where you could stay home and not have to worry about money and if like yeah yeah, there were just food available Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i i think yeah there's like ways it could be done better uh i think if it does go go into that that realm of disaster and apocalypse i think the answer is easy you know i do and i do live that like rebel mentality of Uh want of being outside of the system and i am outside of the system i've never been more thankful to be outside of the system than now um so so yeah i mean that's 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 i want to be a pirate and i want to live on my own Mm -hmm. so i guess that's what you know i just have to kind of actualize it and and you know create that plan to do to do what that is you know i can't i can't tell you that i have an idea of what my future will be like from here yeah Uh, but you know it's something that you know i'm still forming and and it, it, I think it, I ignore it because I, I want to concentrate on the things that I have in front of my plate with, within like my worlds, you know, and my bark world and my crab world. So like mm-hmm. it, it is, it's, it's, it's kind of ignorant of me to ignore that future, but maybe I also give the excuse to myself that like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of building the, the surface now so that I can then ha- get to the next level and then think about that. Mm-hmm. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure if that's the wrong way to think, but that's how I'm thinking now. Mm-hmm. And what about you? You gotta do what you can do in the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I feel like I was really only just starting to put together like what my life is looking like now, and mm-hmm. uh, with like um, focusing on doing art full time as as my job, uh, and like yeah, figuring out what that looks like. It was like you know selling art to people and. Uh, now a lot of people have like lost their jobs and I don't know the way that like the economics of it was going to work out. I feel like I have to keep evolving, but also like having, I'm like lucky enough right now to not be in total dire straits, um, like financially. So I can like focus on like actually doing a lot of artwork and like spending more time on it and, I feel like I really I was been starting to get into the groove of like um, what I like wanted to do since I was a kid. Mm. Like I used to make comics and like write all the time and like draw all the time and like 
have all these stories. And I feel like I'm like just starting to get back into that. And at the same time, like the world is going crazy and there's like, I don't know, so much going on. And I think it's a, I can try to use the opportunity to like create from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're so lucky that we're, we're not like just surviving uh, as like a bartender, you know, who lost their job or a person who has a family that can't afford to feed them because, you know, they, they can't work, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like so. having some freelance is kind of pulling through right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really yeah. feeling for all the vulnerable populations out there. And, and I'm, I think one of the things that, that that really dialed me into this the most is that you know my dad is a very high risk person mm -hmm. my grandma's a very yeah. high risk person for 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 being uh you know killed by this coronavirus so you know when i started to think about it i had people in my mind like that i was like holy shit like i was texting my mom like dad is incredibly high risk for this like and i'm like telling my parents like dad needs to not go out you need to not right. go out you need to have food dropped off like really you know even people like my parents who are tuned into mainstream news all the time like there's this weird cognitive dissonance where they're hearing all the information, but they're having a hard time like processing it and really, really realizing what it means. Like if dad yeah. goes outside and talks to the wrong person, dad will die. Like if he touches the wrong surface, my dad will die. Like he could not survive it right now coming off of all this cancer stuff. And he just had throat surgery like a week and a half ago. Like he is so primed to be really have a bad, uh, you know, uh, case of this. So, you know, yeah. now, do you guys have any high-risk family members that have kind of been on your radar during this time? Yeah, I mean, it's the same. Like, my dad and my grandma are mm -hmm. definitely higher risk. And, like, my dad has asthma and stuff. Like, so it could be it could be bad. And the thing, yeah, the thing about even though you hear it on the news, like, it seems like a lot of people, it's just uh, the news is so sensational that it, it would make it feel like it's just a TV show or something. Right. But... Yeah, it's that boy, it's that boy who person. cried wolf thing, right? Like every, mm -hmm. like everything yeah. is insane. So that when something like the, like this is the most Actually. insane things that we've seen happen to the planet oh other than God. like climate change, right? Other than climate change, like, and this is just another thing of climate change, right? This is all just a symptom of people like invading the planet. Right. So this right. is really, a, you know, you know, plagues and pandemics and stuff. That's all part of it. You know, uh, uh, weather systems. Part of nature, I guess. Yeah. It's all part of the right it's feedback right humans are doing their yeah. thing and it's it's all feedback coming in to rebalance the system like traps right traps set yeah. up by by nature well, it's that, balance like, if it's you yin and if yang. too many people eating all the fruits and stuff and all the vegetables oh we gotta eat some bats and stuff right right even though i think it was an exotic food though i think it was actually a luxury food but like well, i said i would try it yeah <laughs> well i don't know if i, I'd call, I don't know if i call live caught wild animals in a wet market luxury food is it these well, bats I, well okay maybe the bat soup thing i heard about is just i don't think the bullshit. bat soup thing is real i think that's okay. a fox loose <laughs> thing yeah i don't think that okay. that's a real that that's real okay they said it was from it jumped from bats into this other armadillo looking thing uh... and they think that's where it came from um and it, and it was it's from them you know slot specifically slaughtering wild caught animals with with wild diseases bringing them into right. these wet markets and stacking cages on top of each other and the excrement and oh, the yeah. blood and everything going down and they said literally like 
the bottom cage will be filled with ferrets or something, and they will be in the Ugh. juices of all the other animals that have been pooped and peed and slaughtered and all that stuff. It's basically like one of my drawings. I, I mean, <laughs> it's basically the drawteria. Yeah. Is this the drawteria? Is coronavirus just the drawteria on a global scale? Kind of. That's probably what's coming out of those E. coli and like Fuck. all kinds of. Full circle. You're infected. Fucking circle. And there's another storyline out here that I think is a dangerous one that I hear contrarians saying is like, well, the flu kills a million people every year, whatever. When was the last time you heard of the flu crashing the healthcare system? This thing is much more uh, contagious than the flu. And and people get the flu at different times. People get the flu at different times. Everybody is getting this at mm-hmm. once. That is the issue. So there's a lot of these weird contrarian arguments that I think people are getting. And then they're kind of looking at their social media. And a lot of people are in echo chambers right now. I think there's this is really a weird, perfect storm of, of setup and situation. And, and I think so many people are going to be blindsided by when this really hits. Because if you look at Spain and Italy and France, that's exactly what these people are saying. Like there was a video going around from Italy of what people wished they had known 10 days ago. They were telling themselves how they wished they had, you know, how they wished they had acted 10 days ago to prevent where they were just 10 days later. So, you know, I mean, it's just- It's something that you don't want to take seriously because it's so fucked up. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of people are like where that's coming from wanting to deny it because yeah. it's really scary yeah and i think one of the reasons that it was easy for us to react because i heard uh that uh, michael osterholm uh you know uh guy on the on the joe rogan mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. podcast talking about it and he wrote a book about this exact scenario two years ago and he was there laying it all out and i heard that one podcast and i think because like like lockdown is not actually that much different than our daily life like me and the yeah. mostly are just here in the woods you know and and i'll hang out with kent once a week and we'll go into town and maybe we'll eat out every you know couple weeks or something like that our kids you know go out and do a lot of activities and that's that's changed our kids lives have changed much more than us but i think there's something to the fact that like we're kind of already really outside of the system so for me to hear that podcast i think like almost like i could hear it more clearly than other people because it wasn't that much of a leap from my daily life i think other people might hear this yeah i think i think some people might hear that same information and it just seems so outlandish like oh yeah like society is gonna shut down like fucking places are gonna all lock down how would that even work that's not even possible i have i have a i have i have two hundred dollars in the bank how is that even gonna yeah i can't you can't even wrap your head around it and even like people like my parents who you know, just just go out and do more things. I think they 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 see this stuff, but they just can't think like, oh my god, right now is when I have to go into lockdown. I need to minimize my contact. It's people are kind of waiting for it to catch up with them. But the unfortunate thing is, everybody that's done that ahead of us has faced dire consequences because yeah. of it. You know, so it's too late by then. Yeah, and we're still seeing, like Alex said, you know, everybody out in New York over the weekend. Everybody at Miami Beach. Everybody you know, making out. Yeah, everybody making yeah, out with strangers. Everybody fucking on. Beating in their hands, <laughs> high fiving, and then 
touching their face. <laughs> they were rubbing their face, licking their licking each other's faces out there. I mean, eyebrow and cheek massages all day. Oh my god! Yeah, I saw those challenges where people are licking toilet seats and licking the same oh, lollipops. Man. Did you see all these crazy challenges going around? Yes, dude. <laughs> oh my god, that's stupid. People just want a reason to do that. That's nasty. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we're in the world of the cinnamon challenge, so I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's stupidity. I think is the name of the imagine. game. I think that's the bar. It's like how stupid can you possibly be? If um, dimensions are real, are we really in this stupid dimension? Are we? I know dumb? what a dumb reality. Yeah, well, there's a lot of versions of this reality, and every iteration in between, right? And and it is real. So yeah, we are in this, and and are we? You know, can you jump tracks in between? Is there a way that you know, enough people can fucking, you know, mind meld this and fucking and, and jump this improbably back on track. I feel like so many people we gotta, have, we can do it. Yeah. Well, so many people have felt like we're, you know, we're in this weird Trump dimension and now it's going even further down the rabbit hole into this Corona dimension. And, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it. you realize that if it was a pandemic that you know, was affecting, say, 50% of the population really badly in a fatal way rather than 20%, I think you'd see a different response. And then we would see like, oh, wow, there's going to be half as few people on the planet. So what does that mean? And it would right. really be... A... When I when I just heard you say half the people on the planet, I was like, oh, well, the, but, I mean, it yeah. could just as easily Maybe. be that. I mean, there's yeah, nothing yeah. there's nothing that says that next year's reality couldn't be exactly that or that there right. is... If there's that a... there are it, there are shades of this reality that are that. There are shades where Ebola is everywhere, where SARS went everywhere, where MERS went everywhere, right? right? Like, and, I mean, and... that many people could die too because like if the hospitals are too fucked up then tons of people will die from not being able to go to the hospital for well, other things i think what we are going to see and what's going to be interesting i think that you know the riveting aspect of it the exciting aspect of it is we are going to see i think we, it's hard to know what the ramifications of this are going to be and i think we're going to see a lot of unexpected you know terrible things that happen and hopefully some good uh, good unexpected things that can come out of it all as well you know i think mm-hmm. i do think that places like new york city that places like italy that the whole globe you know i think that when humanity is tested they do step up it a lot of times does bring out the best in people i think it's the yeah. it's the it's the long haul it's the everyday life that people have trouble stepping up to so i'm not even as worried about people stepping up in an emergency i think that most people do want to do that even though it's not everybody i think most people will heed the call to that when they realize that holy shit we are in an emergency when Mm -hmm. someone's dad has died when someone's aunt has died when they know tons of people that are being hospitalized when they know people that are out of work and spiraling down into drug addiction and i mean how many people's lives are just going to shit right now like you know, for for just completely unrelated reasons, but affected by Corona, you know, so I do know one person who has it. Exactly. And I think by the end of this, like half the people, I think half the people that we know, (laughs) yeah, you got to talk about that. But I think think half the people, I think half the people that we know at the end of this are going to have some kind of profound effect by it. I think that is the kind of already like half my friends are unemployed now. Yeah, wow. exactly. Wow. Boom, right there, right? Wow. And I mean, wow. we're and again, we're still in the before. We're we haven't even hit it yet. Our system hasn't even our healthcare system hasn't even collapsed yet, right? It's like I we're think... it's like we have a crystal ball and we're saying, "Wow, in in one week from now, they're going to slam 
airplanes into the Twin Towers. What's that going to be like? That's literally the conversation that we're having right now, which is really spooky, right? You're watching a slow motion Ter- like like attack on the American people. And that's why I do like, and on the globe, that's why I do like them talking about this as a wartime thing because it almost is right, like that. Right, right. Because number one, there's a lot of people well, out there that It just sounds have, like a war against we're China, gonna, though. We're yeah. going to shoot the virus. <laughs> well, but it is. It's like, it's like any person that is high risk, that has diabetes, that is morbidly obese, that has asthma, all these very common things that have heart disease, right? In, in our country, these are very common things. Anybody that has that needs to think about it in the way of when I step outside, I might be hit by a stray bullet. I might not know it for a week, but I might be hit by a stray bullet in this war. And it, I'm not going to know it. It's going to be invisible. Any person that is over the age of 60, it's a roll of the dice. You may survive this. You might not. You're in that 20%, right? So, so you know, do you step outside and do you catch that bullet, you know, and, 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 and do you catch that bullet and then spread that bullet to a bunch of loved ones before you drop because of it, you know? So, you know, you really got to be thinking in that way. Sorry, I'm making jokes. This is not good. Well, I think, look, you know, obviously we like to joke about things. I think humor is most crucial when things are most fucked up. You know, I love to joke about fucked up shit, obviously. You know, that's that's like our MO. But we also keep it real. We are not just making fun of it like a bunch of bros. Like, like, like we're laughing at it, but we're saying like, Jesus Christ, people, I still think somehow this is incredibly overhyped, but incredibly under like recognized the, the severity of what is happening right now. So it's a really weird place. It's pretty crazy to think about because you just like, don't like you, you know, kind of what's going to happen next based on what happened elsewhere, but you really don't know like how everyone's going to respond to it. Exactly. What's actually going to go down. I want to say before I forget, cause I have a fucking mush mind. Um, Right now is like such an important time to use this time because look, think about it. The world is being stripped right now. The economy is fucked. Nobody's going to be hiring people. You need to take this time to fucking improve yourself and be fucking dope. Drop the fucking video games. Stop watching Netflix because that's what they want you to do. They want you to be a fucking potato. Exactly. That's what I'm fucking saying. That is the takeover. Drop the fucking Animal Crossing. Everybody's fucking playing (laughs) Animal Crossing. Fuck that shit. Let's fucking go. Get dope. I'm fucking tired of seeing fucking Animal Crossing shit. Show me some fucking dope art and like yeah. get dope. Yeah, this know? is the time get to dope. build your brand. This is the time to start yeah, putting like, up I'm fresh hit. pieces fucking yeah. every week. People want content. People want encouragement. People want the antidote is inspiration, right? Like go out and inspire people. Like, like, do you really want to, exactly. if, you, if you're laid off from a shitty job right now, do you really yeah. want to just, hey, let's Play crank this game. thing back yeah. up and fucking go back to my job where I'm like, you know, just questioning my existence again. Like, like, dude, if you can, this is a perfect time. Now I know everybody's not in this. There are a lot of tough situations for people, but, but if you can look into your future and imagine a way out, this could be a blessing. This could be your time to escape, right? The, like the, the, it's like, it's like the surveillance, 
and and the and the and the and the and the electricity just got turned off in the prison and fucking this is your chance to escape right like exactly. this is your chance there's a couple weeks where fucking shit's going to be you know a couple months here where things are going to be slowed down use this time to dig your fucking escape tunnel when they're not paying attention dig that tunnel with the spoon start putting up fresh pieces start really digging in if you have extra time right now yeah don't waste it on entertainment don't waste it on watching the news don't waste it on worrying get out there and and go into your passions be productive put up fresh work and fucking get people get in people's minds and start what's your dream project work on it right now dog this is the time to do your dream project stop putting it off are you talking to me dan are you talking to me i'm fucking talking to you dude get it going he's talking to you he's talking to you he's talking dream project for you you get a dream project you do a dream project you do a dream project sweating right now It'll really make you feel better, and it'll be like I don't know. I, I feel like everyone's like kind of opened up right now to like connecting with what Absolutely. everyone else is putting Absolutely. out there, like the stories and the feelings. It's all like very uh, juicy right now. Yeah, I don't want to a- see your Animal Crossing mansions. Yeah, this is a time for compassion for humanity as well. Like, like, yeah. like, look at the stories of the people who are being affected by this, and fucking. Raise your compassion level. This is not a time to go, it's this person's fault. It's this country's fault. It's this country's fault. This of anything, you should be looking at this and saying, God, this person that's struggling could be my kid, could be my brother, could be my mom. Like that is someone's relatives, you know, and there's so much suffering going on right now because of this but also all the time so like yeah like like fuck, you're man. so like, fucking let's, lucky let's just have bro. some compassion for the fucking world right now and use this to just like wake up and reorient a little bit like there's so many levels and layers to this it's fucking like it hurts my fucking face dude it's insane fuck. and there's like no one <laughs> not gonna be Affected. Oh my god. Alright, well we're almost we've got almost two hours here. So I think we fucking I, I actually oh. feel like I've exercised some demons like like you know, we've been cooped up. We've been, you yeah, know, me and Athena yeah. have been talking about this. She's kind of, she's having panic attacks, so I'm Is not she? talking to oh. her about it too much these last couple of days. <laughs> no, Kent's Kent's having full blown panic attacks. Oh, Athena's having full blown panic attacks. Like, there's a lot that's of people. Yeah. That's what I'm also saying is that, like, we all have to just, like, talk to each other and yeah. talk about these fucking feelings. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it feel like just literally call your friend right now. Yeah, this should only <laughs> reinforce everything we ever talk about on this podcast that we, you know you have more in common than you have with conflict with everybody here. You know, saying get get productive, get inspired, go into your passions and spread that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what's more contagious exactly. than the virus? Fucking inspiration, creative Ooh. inspiration. Let's fucking get it going. <laughs> Hype people up to go out and chase that dream life. There has never been. Yeah. A better time because it's a fact that there's never been a better time to fucking live your dream life than the present moment that is always true this is a bigger present this is a bigger present moment than we've ever had before this is a spotlight yes, being is. shown on it we can all see through the hologram of mainstream reality right now it is bullshit it's not it's not
not going to save you. You need to go out there. You need to existentially, spiritually, Expel fucking those everything, fucking, fucking get, simplify your life, get the bullshit out of there, focus on what matters, and focus on inspiring other people to do the same. That has yes. always been the way yeah. forward. Get that possessed is the way by forward the creative now. devil. That, that will always be the way forward. You know what I'm saying? Whew. Oh my God. Well, I really thank you guys for jumping on here with me on uh, on short notice. Me and Alex were talking about doing this for a few days, but I sprung it on it and sprung it on him this morning. I've been just smoking so much weed to like, process <laughs> all this stuff, dude. I I've been literally, I think I've literally smoked like a half ounce of weed in the last oh week. Like I've been God, just taking dude, like deep. fifty bong hits a day, zone. like fifty bong hits a day, like every oh my hour. God, dude. No way. I mean, because that's actual the only numbers, way. Actual numbers? Yes. These are actual numbers on the CDC website. <laughs> I've taken a bomb hit for every chronic, chronic infected chronic case. Chronic disease. Yes. So, I mean, because I've been really wanting to be tuned into this, but I also need that to cope with it. So, that's you know, so, so, but, but I had to come up for air and I wanted to just, you know, get this stuff on the pod. I felt like this was a good moment to kind of capture in time a snapshot. And obviously we'll, we'll have more going forward. Um, I'm going to do actually after this, uh, I'm supposed to do a pod in three minutes with Michelle, I'll bump that back, uh, you know, 30 minutes to catch my nap, but, uh, we're going to do, I'm going to do a pod with Michelle. Um, yeah, she, the she people wanted, need it. The people need the, she pods. wanted to do Even? one, uh, about, um, about, uh, uh, hidden magic symbols in art. So I think that would be a oh, fun cool. kind oh, cool, of, cool. uh, uh, yeah. we're going to get back to some entertainment and I'm also going to have one on Friday with Scott C talking about the toys we grew up with eighties toy nostalgia. Ooh. So that is going to be a deep, that dive and Hi. really inspirational and fun so i wanted to get the corona shit out and I, I thank you guys for joining that and of course we'll be talking about it but i just wanted to kind of download and and, and get all the thoughts out and 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 hear this what you guys have to say so. i do feel like i do feel like it squeezed something out of me yeah i'm like, I, I, I'm I like gosh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Emotionally. Well, okay, okay, I, okay. I, I fucking I love you guys. A little turd, a little turd. I, I love you guys. <laughs> I love all the scouts out there. We tried to pull uh Ghost Scout Crab Williams into this. He did get oh, back to me, he said he's a little shy. He's in India, and you know, as we as we said, India just went on they just got noticed yesterday that they cannot leave their houses for three weeks. So, you know, as much as we can, I'm gonna try to check it, keep checking in with Ghost Scouts around the world throughout this whole thing, and we're gonna hear different people's takes. I think that's gonna be really um, you know. Uh, good and 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 just to for us all to stay connected and shit. <coughs> uh, time to connect heart to heart. Time to connect and yeah, do the same. You know, reach out to people and 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 spread the love and inspire everybody and and you know, like we said, get productive, get passionate, and and inspire everybody around you. So, I've been talking too much. Now I'm coughing. I'm coming down with the Rona just from being oh, on no. this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh no, bro. Oh <laughs> no. Um, but uh, so you guys aren't feeling any symptoms, right? You guys are symptom free so far. Fucking awesome, actually. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> feeling pretty good. <laughs> oh my god, I did get a hitch in my. I haven't been able to play basketball, which is sad. But I know that's a. I know. Yeah, yeah the UFC and the NBA uh, and sports, everything being uh, shut down is contact like contact sports. My life we without just, sports. I'll, I'll play my dog good. on live camera. Not good. Not All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Um, I'm going to click off and, and catch my nap here. But uh, thanks so much. And, you know, obviously we'll be in touch and, and, and we'll get you guys back on the pod. Uh, we'll, we'll, this is the before. We'll, we'll have to definitely have an after. Um, so that's coming. Uh, so so uh, stay tuned. Thanks, y'all. All right. Okay. Oh, where can they find you guys? Um, so, yeah, go ahead, Lerm. I'm Lerm Worm. 
L-E-R-M, worm, uh, on Instagram. My website's GinaLerman.com, L-E-R-M-A-N. And I have a newsletter, and actually I interviewed Alex, um, and that's going to be coming out in the next newsletter. Bam, cross-pollination. That's a good segue because Alex is the person formerly known as Alex. So now I'm Bark. <laughs> Bark the dog everywhere and anywhere with Bark with a C. And if you're interested, the Crab Conspiracy. Crab Conspiracy, Crab Bark the God. Bark we trust, and yeah. Bark we trust, and Crab we lie. Yeah, get up on lie. that. Get up on that crab conspiracy Patreon. Um, you know, we were all in the in the last CrabCon meeting having fun, chopping it up. Definitely some Corona chat in there. Um, it's a hot spot for inspiration too. Definitely, lots of inspiration, yeah. lots of real talk going on. Yeah, don't. I just want to say, don't fight hate with hate, and also come out of this shit breathing fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. There you go. Um, we, uh, you know, had a lot of fun yesterday chopping this up. If you can call it fun, you know, it was very cathartic to just jump on here um, and uh, and get back to the podcast. It's been a little tricky because the whole fam's been home. Usually, I do podcasts while people are out, but you know, we had to we had to we had to grab a chunk of time here, um, regardless to uh, to to bring you some thoughts and just make sense of our own thoughts about this. I think, you know, we, we, I think we all were like, wow, that was, that was a, a crazy pod and, and, but it was fun and it felt good. So whew, it's uh it's pretty sobering. You know, the numbers are up. We're already up to 490,000 uh, reported cases, you know, um, and we are already up to, uh, let's see what was it? 22,000 deaths worldwide. So the numbers jumping New York city reporting over 80 deaths last night alone. So shit is real out there. Um, you know, just, just pay attention to it. Um, and I would just urge people to be cautious. You know, it doesn't really make sense. No matter how this plays out, there's no sense in being reckless about it or, or just contrarian about this stuff. Just, just err on the side of caution with this shit. Cause you know, it makes a difference for you and your loved ones and really everyone in the world. Um, you know, I've, I've been, you know, this is slow. This has kind of been ramping up week after week in the last couple of weeks, talking to all the students of the 12 week online group workshop. You know, we got a, we got a dude out in Russia. We got a couple over in England. Um, uh, one of them is in Scotland now on an island in Scotland. Shout out I am Bibian. Um and uh and and um we we've just been talking to people all over. We got uh Craig Bowers over in Japan and you know obviously been touching in with you know keeping keeping in touch with ghost scouts around the globe you know talking to Mayor uh, yesterday trying to rope him into this pod we keep trying to get him on there's a lot of people that are shy to get on the pod come on y'all just show us some love you know how it is this pod's easy you get on here everybody has a fun time it's easy uh, but we're going to continue checking in. But, yeah, it was just kind of surreal to to just watch the, you know, the students kind of react to it all over the world and, and just see, uh, you know, the temperature of things out there. And, and, and it's getting hot. Let me tell you, it's getting hot outside, inside, everywhere. Um, uh, we are we stu- we still have three spots left. For the spring session of the 12 week online group workshop. So, if anybody's interested in that, um, it's we're targeting uh, April 19th, 419 for the start date. 
Um, and uh, there are payment plans available, although, you know, time is getting short and you got to, you know, pay the $1,200 uh, fee before it starts. So if you want to get in on that, hit me up. Um, 10 students, uh, it's going to be very fun. And it sounds like people are going to have more time on their hands. There's a lot of people that are going to be, you know, sitting around more. So what better way than to engage in the 12 week online group workshop? You know what I'm saying? And I'm definitely going to be coming out with a little challenge for people soon. You know what I'm saying? Give you something to think about, give you some things to do. Well, well, those of you who are sitting at home, um, looking for something to do. Uh, and then just shout out to everybody who is, um, you know, continuing to work to keep society functioning at this point, all those essential people, like big shout out, like y'all are, you know, every, everybody has to play a different role. Some people it's important for them to just go home and that's the role. That is how you're being a superhero by saving lives, right? you literally have the opportunity to save lives here. What you do does matter. It does translate into the numbers, right? So if you can stay home, stay home. And to all those essential personnel out there, um, big shout outs. Thank you so much for just keeping the world turning this fucking hollow hologram earth. You know, we coming back with more podcasts soon. I'm going to try to get them out on the regs to keep everybody hyped up, entertained. I know y'all be looking for some extra hype these days. And you know the number one hype man in the universe is the motherfucking Go Shrimp. You know what I'm saying? So hit me up. Um, and, and you know, if people got thoughts, shout them out to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you can always send in. People haven't really been doing this, but you can send in messages to the podcast if y'all got something to say, let me know it. Send me a little voice message at, to the email. Hit me up, thegoshrimp at gmail.com, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, so let's get over to the Patreone. Oh, I had it open, and then I closed it. Let me see if I can reopen these closed tabs. Oh, yeah, here we go. All right, so um, if you do want to show some love to the podcast, uh, it's much appreciated. You can head over to patreon.com slash shrimp. And, uh, and and show some love. You can obviously go to iTunes and, and rate and review. That that helps, you know, boost the podcast rep. Step up to get that rep up. And, uh, and uh, you know, of course, you can go to GoShrimpGlobal.com, hit up that mega mall, and get yourself some podcast swag. We got the shirts. We got the hoodies. Uh, we got GoShrimp hats. We got posters. We got Adventure Time prints. Um, you know, all kinds of good stuff. If y'all feel like showing me some love, it's much appreciated. There are many ways to do it. And of course, y'all can hit me up for illustrations. You know what I'm saying? That is my, that is my stock and trade. Um, so big shout out to all those $1 contributing members, that nutritious green smoothie. Every dollar is appreciated. Group shout out. Um, and then at that $2 level, we cracking open some cans of beef stew. I know everybody's stocking up on beef stew right now. I know everybody who listens to this podcast when y'all were at the store, did y'all pick up some beef stew for this quarantine? Y'all need that quarantine beef stew. Hit up that Dinty Moore joint. You know, that's the mainstream beef stew. It's good. I grew up on Dinty Moore. I thoroughly endorse it. If, if Dinty Moore wants to sponsor me, yo, boom, hit it up, make it happen. Who beefed, right? Who fucking beefed? I beefed beef stew lifestyle to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Extra chunky. Um, 
Who else? Does, does Wolfgang Puck have some beef stew? Shout out your favorite kind of beef stew. So let me know where those beef stew heads at. You got some, you know, of course, you know, Athena Bandit is like, we call it Chateau Bandit around here because we got a fucking five-star Michelin restaurant or however many stars or I don't even know if Michelin is restaurant or tires or Blue Book or I don't know what it is. Blue Star, A+, plus. you know what I'm saying? We got the in-house fucking top chef right here athena bandit be cooking up the 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 illest cuisine every fucking day up in here you know what i'm saying no i'm saying she knocks it out of the park every meal it's incredible every every time we sit down and eat we go babe this fucking tastes so good this is amazing you know what i'm saying um, shout out my wife working in the metalsmithing studio right now. You know she's cooking it up. Show her some love, Athena Metalsmith, uh, Athena Bandit Metalsmithing. You know on Gmail, on the internet. Um, so at that two dollar level, you get the shout out. Those beef stew shout outs. Big shout out, Olive Furbog. Oh, we got an AKA happening here. I love it. Here we go. What is it? I gotta click on it to see it. Uh oh. Olive Furbolg, a.k.a. Pumpkin Daddy. That's what I'm talking about. I want everybody up on this shout-out list to have an a.k.a. I guess it'll take longer if I have to click through it all. Oh, wait, I can probably pull it over here and make it bigger on my second monitor. Uh, almost, almost, not quite. Um... Let me see. Can I make it? No, it doesn't really show me. All right. Big beef stew. Oh, this is that vegan joint. That vegan beef stew. Vegan, non-vegan options always. Shout out to all the vegans out there. We're talking about Ghost Scout Lermy. She's on this podcast, of course. And this is for the people who supported the last podcast, which was the Adventure Time interview part two with Kent Osborne. Did y'all like that shit? Let me know. Let me know what you want me to talk about. You know what I'm saying? I always got my head full of shit, but I'm happy to fucking get up on some topics that you got. Send us some questions through email, through voicemail, you know. Um, big shout out to current workshopper in Japan. Stay safe, homie. Wash those hands. Craig Bowers. Uh, big shout out going to Sam Bag with that heavy bag of beef stew. Uh, oh, Workshop alumni, Shell Durkin. We got my girl, the comics queen of Armenia. Workshop alumni, Shemaram. Man, what is going on in Armenia with this shit, with this corona, man? I'm so curious what's going on everywhere. I'm always trying to Google what's going on all over the globe. Big shout out to Ghost Scout Butterflash, Seth Bird. Big shout out to, oh shit, Future Workshopper. He signed up for round seven. I'm talking about Gerard Jones. Do not sleep on this round of the workshop. Are you guys fighting down there? Come on, don't fight. Oh my God, the kids right now are vid chatting with Erica Malhus's children. And I was thinking I could get the, get the shout out to this podcast done. And right now I'm hearing screams from below. Let's see if it subsides. Oh, my God. Hey, can you guys work it out or do I need to come down there? Oh, my God. Get the bat. Get the bat. 
Uh, big shout out to my man from the Crab Conspiracy, from the Workshop Alumni Group, the Nobby Wood. Yo, we were all fucking chilling in the Crab Conspiracy meeting. You know, you got to get up on that. Hit up Patreon. Hit up my man, Crab the God. Um, big shout out to Chris Burke. The quarantine podcast is real, y'all. Fucking yelling at the kids. About to catch a whooping on this podcast. Uh, big shout out to Ghost Scout Michael Joran, a.k.a. Joran Thornton. Uh, ESPN coming out with that 10-part Michael Jordan documentary, The Goats of Documentaries. I wonder where Michael Joran will be featured in that documentary. Uh, definitely in the background somewhere, I'm hoping, at least. Uh, big shout out to Devin Newman. Get yourself some beef stew. Another workshop alumni. They're everywhere. It's a growing group of individuals that are heavily motivated to live their dream lives. He's in California. His name is Alejandro Fuentes, a.k.a. Los Focos. Check him out. Another workshopper hailing from New York City. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Jesse Primo. He's my next door neighbor. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner. Get yourself some beef stew. Kent Osborne. Um, Shout out to Kent. Uh, We're supposed to have a quarantine campfire with him and his mom tonight over in the VIP. Because we can stay 10 feet away from each other because we have a forest to live in uh big shout out to ghost scout mr husband aka chris murray stay safe out of there in california also on lockdown everything should be locked down at this point we got to figure it out people get them the money and lock it down lock it down give up the money and lock it down uh big shout out to my man Ryan Sims, get that beef stew. Uh, oh, another future workshopper and a ghost scout, Frogodile Dundee, aka Steve Winfield Meyer, signed up for round seven. Smart move, homie. So much fun. I'm really gonna, it's, it's really gonna be fun. It's gonna be a special workshop. Because people are going to be in, in lockdown. You know what I'm saying? People are going to be so focused in this one, I can tell. Big shout out to Michael Broncado. Get yourself some beef stew. Another friend. Wish you well over there in the west side, the west coast. Stop motion animation legend, Anthony Scott. Oh, another animation legend, this time of the psychedelic variety. He goes by the name of Daniel Foothead, a.k.a. Dr. Foothead, a.k.a. Go Scout Sports Magic. And his work is magic. Another magical man. Another ghost scout. I'm talking about Cheeky Buki, a.k.a. Alexi Giroux. And he's a workshop alumni. Are you kidding me right now? Big shout out to brother of my newest best friend and neighbor, Mark Osborne. 
Uh, hope all's well in your world. Big shout out to the man himself, Bark the Dog, B A R C R R Crab the God, clack, clack, clack. The Alex, formerly known as Alexander Lansing, and none other than Go Scout Dusty Lupus. Big shout out to the original Beef Stew shout out participant. Sponsor Jesse Kukaka Donnie. And coming in at that extra juicy $3 level, he is none other than Raphael Tang Hall. Check him out on Instagram, oxtails.with.cocktails. Right? Is it with or is it and? You figure it out. My man has drawn a hundred Batman drawings, and the dude is the illest. So check it out. It's fun. It's inspiring. He's handsome. He's 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 one of my favorite people in the world. Wash your hands, Raphael Tango. Uh, and best to you and yours. You know what I'm saying? He's a family. He's a family-oriented guy. Um we got another, no, we, we're going into the new echelon right here. You know what I'm saying? We are stepping it up. We are firing up the grill, and we will be firing up the grill very soon because it's 50 degrees out, and we actually got, the snow was almost gone last week. We got another little snow squall, dropped about six on us, you know what I'm saying? A little six-incher, and uh, now it's melting, and I think this is probably the last of the snow here in Vermont, which is always an exciting time of year. Love the transitions of the seasons, and we're going to be firing up the grill soon and having quarantine cookouts, you know what I'm saying? Um, so fire up that grill, get those marinated steak tips spicy and popping, because we're handing them out at that $5 level. We got a big, juicy vegan, non-vegan options, marinated steak tip. Shout out for Johan Elverby. All right, we got another shout out. Going to my man currently in the workshop round six, Skyler Bloom, killing it with the drawing photo collage mixed media approach. You can do it any way you want. We're going to help you get better at it. That's what the workshop's all about, developing your potential and fucking tapping into your secret powers and envisioning your superpower best life. Uh, big shout out to another current workshopper, ching, 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 ching. formerly known as Perpetual Output. You may know him as Antonis. You may know him as the Mullet Man. He's killing it right now. Check out his work. Look for the Mullet Man on Instagram, Mullet Man. Uh, he is creating some amazing mullet man mythology in the workshop right now, killing it. You know what I'm saying? He is, he is blazing through the workshop. There's always a couple people in every group who just blaze through and this, my boy is blazing through it. You know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. The workshop is a challenge. If you want to be challenged, step up to get your motherfucking rep up y'all. If y'all ready to take it to the next level, Boom, I'm your man. All right, we got none other than my girl. My kid's chatting with her kids right now. Erica Malhus. Get that steak tip. 
And whenever this quarantine is lifted, y'all know we hooking up with you. That's that's crazy. The last podcast we did with Kent, we were we were planning on like like this weekend heading over, you know, trying to make some plans to head over to uh, the Malhu's residence. And man, two weeks is a long time now in Corona World Tour 2020. Um, big oh we oh 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 slow it down. We heading into the apocalypse now, y'all. We at that six dollar and sixty six cent level. This is the fucking Satan's marinated tube steak shout out, and you know Satan's got a throbbing, juicy fucking tube steak right now. Armageddon is one step away. Satan can fucking taste it, and now you can taste Satan too. Vegan and on vegan options. Shout out at that six dollar and sixty six cent level. My man, workshop alumni, Oyster River alumni, Zeta. Uh, big shout out to my man. Unfortunately, we did have to cancel Maple Scouts. Um, my man, John Mansfield, was selected as the Maple Scout, as y'all heard on the last episodes of the pod. And he was he was headed here and we had to shut it down. Because, you know, those were the, the that, that was where the world was at at that point. And that's where we are now. Y'all shouldn't be traveling. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should be locking it down, keeping it tight, unless absolutely necessary, you know? Um, and, and shout out to everybody put in a tough situation. I do not want to sound preachy at all. My lifestyle is built for this. And I know most people's aren't and is tough as fuck out there. So don't even for a minute think I'm fucking trying to preach on y'all. Fucking shout out to everybody in a tough situation right now. I've been hearing about weird, tough situations, and and my heart is breaking for the world right now, y'all. It's time to be compassionate. You know what I'm saying? It's time to fucking step up and unite as creative animals in this motherfucking infinite universe. Um, and uh, so there we go. The last shout out, my man, Krognak, aka John Mansfield, aka original unclaimed Maple Scout. Fucking, we're going to reschedule that. Don't worry, my man. And, of course, he was the, what, year six. It's hard to remember. Champ, champion. Oh, my God. What accolades these people have out here. You know what I'm saying? My man, Beard Lips. Big shout out. Hope you're well, homie. We made the right decision. You know, we we don't want to be spreading this stuff around. We don't want to be putting people in lives in jeopardy. You know, let's just lock it down as soon as possible. Get it over with as soon as possible. That's the best. That's the straightest line through this thing, right? The only way out is through. Um, but yeah, for real, buckle down. This is there's been no better time, like we're saying, to just make some plans, set some goals, fucking catch up right now. If you are home and you are bored, catch up. Don't just sit in front of Netflix. Don't fucking whack off five hundred times a day. Fucking rub the skin off your dick, pussies. You know what I'm saying? You, this is the time. This is the time to work on that personal passion project, dream project, fucking dream life, dream world. Time to fucking dream it. And shout out to everybody out there. You know, as as my man Bark the Dog said, don't fight hate with hate. Um, that's not great. Uh, we need to fucking use this to get stronger, to unite more. It's cliche, but it's fucking true, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, be productive. You know what I'm saying? Be compassionate. And 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 stay high morale. Stay high morale. Let me give you that high morale right now. Ooh, yeah. High morale super blast. <laughs>
transmitted to you. I'm going to keep bringing you that morale. We got another episode coming out with uh, that we recorded with Michelle. It's hilarious. We're both super fucking high talking about magic um, and, and all sorts of dumb shit like we always do on this podcast, the dumbest podcast on the internet. We love it. Y'all love it. Shout out to everybody who's listening, and, and be safe, y'all. All right? Peace.